Tackle Eisner here, the podcasting beast from the East with the Professor John Guidance and Kim Ronji, the troll master, the data analyzer ninja, the conqueror of his own fate. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you know him as the Terminator, Professor Omega, the cleaner. How do I remember all this every day? It's just ingrained in my mind. This is the best damn podcasting machine ever wow 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 misleading questions misleading <laughs> answers for your wise man of your rainy defending undisputed podcasting world champion of the world of the universe of the galaxy throughout the cosmos the sultan of squat the our tribal chief the head of the table, Los Tranquilo Doc. How you doing, man? It's Thursday. It is Thursday. The week's week, flown by. Week 14 officially starts tonight. It does. And right before we get there, you know, I couldn't go without saying the streak may have just got some legitimacy from the Houston Rockets. Mm. Not a lot. Not a lot. Um, but just this much because yeah. Kevin Durant didn't Kevin Durant didn't play last night. So on paper it looks great, but they were shorthanded. Yeah. You know what? It doesn't matter. Win, doesn't matter. You play the people um, in front of you. Big facts. Um six Rockets and double figures. <laughs> it was amazing. I can't lie. Josh Christopher um, Amani Brooks, Garrison Matthews, you know, guys that were, you know, that are on like two way deals, you know, mm-hmm. earlier in the season playing with the Vipers. Um, they, I mean, they were amazing last night. Um, a fourth quarter Eric Gordon ejection, um, <laughs> which was absolutely nuts. Uh, Jay Sean Tate almost got ejected. It was, it was crazy. The emotions were it high, was but intense. Yeah, but Garrison Matthews, um, which I'm calling him Garrison the Viper Matthews because he kind of looks like a distant relative of Randy Orton. Um, so I'm hoping I that I don't know how we can go with that, but let's keep going. <laughs> yes, uh, but they, they had a pretty good game. Um, he really stepped up to the plate. Him and Josh Christopher stepped up and were really playing James Harden very well on defense last night. Um, I don't know what happened. I guess they really don't want. Steven Silas to get fired. I guess that's the only thing that hey. I can come up with. Yeah, only thing about it is ultimatum, and you're right. like your coach. You're gonna fight for your coach. Exactly. Only thing about it is that uh, if they perform too well and then they, you know, get bounced from the playoffs, that could still spell doom. So it doesn't matter. Uh, oh my god, we see so much potential. We need a new mm-hmm. coach. <laughs> so, uh, a la you know Anthony Lynn, um, but. I think we can go ahead and move on to the NFL. We had some quick news here. I know we talked about Keenan Allen being put on the COVID reserve list. Now receiver Mike Williams and Chris Harris have been reported on the COVID-19 list. Um, that is rough for my man, Herbie. Um, I don't know if, yeah, Herbie. Uh, I don't know. I mean, losing your top two receivers. Uh, I mean, obviously, okay. we'll get to hey, them. Aaron Rodgers accomplished that. 
not a few weeks ago. Yeah, but Herbie's not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that, of course, tomorrow. Of course, uh, um, the of course there are some good news there is some for good the news. new for the New Orleans Saints as running back Alvin Kamara returns back to practice, but they lose Mark Ingram the second, who has been placed on the COVID nineteen list. Yikes! Uh, hopefully. It's one of those things, um, you know, big, you say big trust, right? Yep. <laughs> Hopefully the uh, that luck can go ahead and carry over to New Orleans and they can turn it around. Not against the Bucks, though. Not against the Bucks. Um, Daniel Caruso Carlson. <laughs> I feel like you should get Agreed. attacked just for that thing. Agrees her four-year. $18 million extension with the Raiders. The kicker uh, gets a $4 million signing bonus and $10.2 million guaranteed. Uh, $4.6 million a year, making him the highest third pick, the highest paid, the third highest, highest paid, paid kicker in the league. Thank you. That's gracious. Um, the Raiders are also looking to resign or extend AJ Cole, the punter, for a four year extension as well, uh, which would make him. The top four highest paid punter in the league. Uh, but I think another hard piece of good news is that Galvin, uh, Dalvin Cook is actually uh, questionable for Thursday Night Football. And I mean, I initially was thinking that this guy was going to be done for a while, but mm-hmm. uh, he, he might be able to play today, which is good. Because the Vikings. It'd be, a, it'd be a nice boost for that offense. Boost. They're going to need it. But as of right now, he's still questionable. So let's see if he actually ends up being a healthy scratch. Well, not a healthy scratch, but being active instead of just not being able to do anything. No, I get it. Uh, Well, the Steelers go to Minnesota tonight. Uh, This is a crucial game for both teams as the Steelers come in 6-5-1, the Vikings 5-7. I mentioned the other day, um, that, you know, Mike Tomlin in his 15-year career, I don't think he's ever gone below 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, Oh, I guess that one, at one time he went 7-9-1. Yeah, 7-8-1. Yeah, 7-8-1. Seven, uh, seven, yeah, um, but other than that, I, I don't think he's had that real losing season, maybe once tops. Um, but... The Steelers aren't doing too good. I mean, 23rd in offense, 19th in defense, uh, 17th in passing, and 29th in rushing. They're really not doing too great. But on the other side, the Vikings, who play great, 8th in offense, unfortunately 29th in defense, 7th in passing, and 15th in rushing, um, just can't close out the games. Nope. Um, and this is not a team that you, you want to struggle to close out the game with. And, because, and I wouldn't even you know, say them being the eighth in offense is a positive, though. Because the way the way that they play, especially in the second half, like make it seem like they're middle of the pack. Yikes. Johnny said middle of the pack at best. So the numbers are skewed on this one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the last time these two met, September 16, 2017, the Steelers won 26 to 9. I don't know if anybody ever looks at that and says, oh my God, I'm going to choose based on that alone. Highly doubtful. Um, but with this one, 
I'm going to go with the Vikings. I'm also going to go with the Vikings. It's not that I don't trust. Oh, no, it's definitely that I don't trust. Defense. I just don't trust the offense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I think Big Ben, he'll manage the game very well. I think he'll do good. It's just, uh, and that that defense of the Vikings. I know know normally you hear me say, you know, this may end up being an entertaining game. This is going to be a Thursday night game, folks. Yeah. Yeah, the way Justin Jefferson has been playing, I don't know if that's going to be um, something that the Steelers will be able to handle. I'm sure they'll try to neutralize him, but um, I just think that it's going to be – and I think um, – what's the name is out tonight too? Um, Thielen. Thielen yep. is out. Yep. Yeah. Anchor I don't think it's going to matter. But I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> Uh, but Johnny, the things that do matter is this QB index, week 14, week 14. Um, where we finally see some people exit the top 10 for the first time. Some people get into the top five for the first time. Someone's uh, clinging. <laughs> yeah, for dear life. Uh, but number one, we still have Tom Brady, 12 games, 3,000. 771 yards, 34 touchdowns, 34 tutties. I mean, in, in so many people's eyes, he is the clear-cut MVP candidate mm-hmm. of this year. And guess what? Guess what's back? At 44 years old, there it is. At 44 years old, is back. Um, he is the favorite for the MVP. He leads the NFL in quote-unquote shiny stats like yards and touchdowns. Yep. Um, and he actually, which, which is obviously what this QB index is reflecting off of because they're not looking at other things. Yeah, and he also paces the league in sack percentage because, I mean, he gets rid of the ball pretty fast. I mean, we throw mm-hmm. a lot of screens. Um, I know Brady gets a lot of the um, credit, but, I mean, the, the wide receivers and running backs really do a great job uh, getting those rack, uh, those you know, those rack and yak, uh, yak and rack yards. Um, and it just makes him look good because of the way he placed the ball. But number two, we got Aaron Rodgers, uh, who didn't practice uh, yesterday. Um, but 28, 78, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, I mean, with five games left in the season, uh, you know, and he took, yeah, he took off two two games. You know, obviously you had the whole situation with, you know, the offseason and COVID and, you know, everything going on with that first game where they lost and they were holding them back. But here he is at number two. Um, he does have a chance to win back-to-back MVPs, you know, for the first time a player did since Peyton Manning. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, Tom I think, is playing I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's, you know, between them two and – you know, we're also going to throw in the running back from Indianapolis as well. Jonathan Taylor, yeah. Jonathan yeah, you Taylor. have to. You um, have to. I would say that it's a three-dog race. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't. I mean, I know people want to say Cooper Cup as well, too, because his stats are, you know, insane. But when the sure. last time they, they take a wide receiver for MVP conversation, seriously. He may become offensive player of the year, but True. I don't see him with being in the MVP conversation. 
like he'll probably be in the running, but like he won't be seriously considered. No, I can understand that. In fact, I'll even boldly say that Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup are head to head for Offensive Player of the Year, but number three. (laughs) (laughs) Kyler Murray, who despite missing, uh, also missing games. Actually, I think the next two, three, four. Yep. All missed games, um, but they they played they played pretty well. Like they stack up and throw the passes. I mean, Kyler has some great runs. I mean, he really just toyed uh, with the, the Chicago defense this past weekend. Um, yeah, Chicago is not who we thought they were. Not yeah, anymore. and Kyler didn't even have to let him off the hook. They never had a hook. Nope. Number four, Dak Prescott. Dang it, number four here. Um, I feel like this season has been subpar. I thought he was going to have a great season. He'll still probably get comeback player of the year, most Absolutely. likely. Hands down. Um, but, yeah, but uh, I feel like the team has been so pedestrian. The only bright spot, as I mentioned, is Tony Pollard and C.D. Yep. Lamb. And Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb and... Um... Oh, Diggs. Yep. Uh, I even I put in Michael Parsons, too. Michael Parsons, yeah, yeah. They got some bright spots. They got some bright spots. Um, but, I mean, Dak has been pretty, I guess, efficient when yes. his uh, offensive line is giving him the time. Um, I'm hoping that they get a chance And his, to... his receivers are all catching the ball, too, which is, you know, uh, very beneficial. Uh, uh, that makes me yawn. Um, number five, for the first time, Justin Herbert. Breaks into the top five. He deserved 35. to be in the top five after that performance. He did. 35 47, 27 touchdowns, 11 picks. Um, looking eerily similar. I mean, that's really close to Tom's numbers. Yep. Um, very, very close. Which, But, you know, I don't think he's in the MVP conversation. No, but he's taken which, another step. Which is important. Yes. Which is important. Um, he's, you know, he's he's up there. So he's far, getting there. So far, I have no problem with the top five. None, none at all. Um, but he did a great job, like you said, against the Bengals, and uh, they played. They had a really, really good game, and the deep shots were there. Um, so we'll see what happens moving forward, and if he can keep this uh, momentum up. Uh, number six, dropping from number five, you got Derek Carr. Um, Again, 36, 63, 17 mm-hmm. touchdowns, nine picks. Um, they've been through a lot. Uh, 12 games doesn't spell what the Raiders have really been through. Nope. Um, I'm, even though they don't talk about it anymore, Gruden and Ruggate. Um, and then, you know, Darren Waller going down and so many things happening. Um, he's able to kind of just keep pushing and battling so yeah and he's basically had to deal with essentially bracket defense with the football team on sunday so that kind of limited what he was able to do as far as singing the ball but i mean despite it all he's still having a pretty you know good season though Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, number seven uh kirk cousins who plays tonight um he finally did some picks i know a lot of people really want him not to be in the top 10 because his team lost to the Lions. 
Yeah. I understand that we have a lot of really bad takes, especially for that Bills game on Monday. Mm -hmm. But, But Kirk Cousins, despite it all, had a really good game. And after a while, the offensive line didn't protect them good enough. So, I mean, I, I, I love the fact that they don't include sacks, by the way, Doc. Like, if there was another stat that I would add into this, I would put in the sacks. How many times they've been sacked? Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. Which they mentioned for the first time. I've, I've never seen that, but they mentioned for the first time with Tom. But, I, yeah, I would be interested, you know, put that on the end. Mm-hmm. Amount of time sacked, that would be good. Because I bet that would drastically change where a lot of people are ranked. Drastically. But despite it all, I'm okay with him being number seven. Yeah, he still had a good game, 30 for 40, 342, and two touchdowns. Yes, he had the the three picks, but this is his first picks of the season. I think he yep. deserves something, and he was trying to win the game. Um, he lost Adam Thielen. Not a when, excuse, when, when, when when a quarterback's not aggressive enough, people complain that he's not aggressive. When he's too aggressive, exactly. then they complain that he's too aggressive. Make up your minds. That's you like can't have it both of, ways. It's like the story of Carson Wentz wrapped up into one. Yikes. Number eight, we got Matthew Stafford coming back into the top ten. Twelve games, three hundred three thousand six hundred eleven yards, thirty tutties. Nine interceptions. I just think that Matthew Stafford's been, as his career goes, up and down. Yep. Um, you know, luckily he has Cooper Cup. Um, I know they, you they, know, got OBJ. I mean, and they're, and, and I was going to say, they're integrating OBJ into yeah. the offense a little bit more better. I felt like people were quick to try to, you know, say what they said. But of course, we're not a society built on patience. But yeah. The Rams needed that game. They did. And they did. Matthew Stafford needed that confidence booster as well. Which hopefully he got it. Um, hopefully he got it. Um, but number nine, Josh Allen, which is another one that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see, you know, obviously I can see why he went up one um, because of number 10. But um, mm. he didn't really lose that game. Actually, I'll say this. The only decision he made that cost him the game is, you know, not throwing it to Cole Beasley Yep. at the end. Um, other than that, you know, I would say he did, he did fine. I can't fault them for trying to throw the ball because that's where their strength is. The issue is, they're trying to throw the ball in extreme elements. Mm-hmm. And that's what did them in. Now, football's all about dealing with the situation. And they won a game convincingly against the Chiefs in the rain. True. And I believe it was a thunderstorm, actually. It's true. So I can't get mad at him being at number nine. I would probably put him at number 10, maybe, and put Joe at number nine hmm. if I had to replace him with someone. But number 10, I don't agree with whatsoever. There, There's no yeah. way. <laughs> no yeah, reason he sure. should be in the top 10. 
and, and, and you know, and, and Dr. Prof, we like we like Kamara, like we'll we'll shake his hand, but he ain't the top ten QB based off his index stats. Yeah, I'm not sure. Again, if you also despite the fact that he had 13 picks, and of course Joe Burrow got 14. Yes. Yeah. But despite the fact that he got 13 picks, six fumbles, the amount of sacks he gave up what seven sacks? He got seven, he got sacked seven times. He did. And he's number he was, 10. He was under pressure. Oh, he was under pressure big time. Um I'm not sure. Um, you know, again, love Lamar. I think he's exciting. Um, but the numbers aren't great. No. Um, the numbers are not great. Um, if I had to put somebody, I probably would have put Joe Burrow at number 10. because uh, he still had a pretty good game. Honestly. Um, Honestly, I would put him in number twelve. Oh, and keep car, uh, keep Patrick Mahomes up a little bit. Yeah, because Patrick Mahomes fell out of the top ten for the first time, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I would say that he had a much better game than Lamar. I mean, he's having a much better season than Lamar, even despite everything. Um, you know, despite everything they say about the Chiefs, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is still leading the Chiefs to uh, victories. Um, he, he's still throwing oh, better. I mean, the offense still has a lot of kinks to work out, but their defense have stepped up in a way that we haven't seen mm. in years. Man. But, of course, the trolls out there want number 13 to actually be like, Number three on the list because you know he only threw it three times. Because of course I have to address the trolls in the room. I can agree with that. Uh, I mean, obviously, are we? I'm I'm shocked that he didn't drop. Um, you know, but technically, he went two for three. So his percentage was uh, his percentage was awesome, right? Um, but no, I mean, you can't fault him for the offense's game plan for that day. You know, you can't fault him for that. So, um, I'll, I'll, I would let that pass. I would let that pass. Um, but, but I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see, um, you know, Carson Wentz is moving back up into the top 15. He's got, he had number 14, um, you know, Russell Wilson, is you know steadily climbing despite you know their faults, um, and we'll have to wait and see you know where some of the other quarterbacks land. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Gardner Minshew, number twenty-three. You know, it, it, you know if he plays further, will he climb up those rankings quickly? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, we got a game tonight. Hopefully, it's going to be a good one. I'm laughing because they put Mike Glenn in at number 31. Oh, yes. Go ahead and replace uh, him with Fromm. That's right. how it's going <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and re- replace him with Fromm. Um, you know, NBA tonight, uh, we got the Jazz versus the Sixers, Lakers versus the Grizzlies, and Nuggets versus the Spurs. Um, obviously, keep your eye out on Charles Barkley, as we talked about it yesterday. Uh, looking with the microscope over Anthony Davis. Maybe Anthony Davis goes off. Um, 
I'm mad he called him Anthony Street Clothes Davis. Uh, yeah, he's he's been calling him that though for years though. It's just that now he's saying it more publicly. Yeah. But he mentioned it in the interviews, but because Anthony Davis was not playing in LA, mm. it wasn't as big mm. of a deal. But since he's playing for LA, and you notice, I keep saying, because now he plays for LA, he's being put under a much more bigger microscope. But when they're no, winning, he doesn't get any credit. But now that they're struggling, Did you get a chance to watch your Knicks yesterday, though? You know I like to watch defense. Why, why would you ask me that question? The fact, the fact that the only thing that people are talking about is uh, Obi Toppin doing an East Bay dub uh... mid-game. And that's the only thing that they could talk about that's positive about this game? No. I would say, yeah, the Knicks play better defense than the Bulls. That's what you did there. I mean, the Cavaliers. I know that the Bulls. I know the Bulls. You know, are a great team, but the Cavs again. You know, the rebuild is on. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like they've figured it out. I think, despite um, the rebuild, it they are um, essentially still making the right moves, and, 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 how, and it's really hard to to you know associate the Cavaliers with making the right moves. Because for the you know longest of times they kept making Drizz- knee-jerk reactions Drizz- to appease the player. Drizzling. But how uh how apropos Lori Markinen gets his return back to Chicago, gets 14 points. I think, and this is this is another thing. It, it might not even be twin towers, it could be triple towers on this one. I think the Cavaliers are starting Markinen as small forward. You um, know, with- I actually like that. <laughs> I like Which that. Which is huge. Yeah. Uh, see, you have three seven-footers in the game at the same time. Um, if this is, you know, the way I'm, I'm the way I'm seeing this, um, unless they start Osman, when you think about it, they also have Kevin Love also still on the roster. Uh, so the Cavs might be a, a team to look out for, a young, hungry team. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I know the Heat uh, were short-staffed yesterday, uh, but they got a chance to get a win over the Bucks. Um, but I mean, they have Kyle Lowry, who's I don't think people should sleep on. Um, I mean, again, people. Yeah. If if you're not looking at you know the Lakers and Brooklyn and mm-hmm. Miami, you know mm-hmm. they're not they don't really know about a lot of these other teams. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, but Johnny, I know that people heard this podcast on their favorite podcast platform, but if they didn't. They can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to review this episode as well as all their previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go over this Thursday night football game. We'll also give you the news, the analysis, and the reads. Cowards. <laughs>